Welcome to the Feng Shui Way with Catherine Dean. Over the next hour, you're going to learn how Feng Shui can help you lead a more balanced and peaceful life. Now, here is Catherine. Hello, welcome to today's episode, streaming live from beautiful Rochester, New York. I'm so proud of being from Rochester. I am Catherine Dean, your host, and I'm just delighted that you're here. We have an interesting and informative show ahead for you. But first, um, I wanted to touch base again on what feng shui is and why I wanted to do a podcast on all things feng shui, because we we had a wonderful guest last week, and I'm not sure that we covered exactly what feng shui is. And so I, I just wanted to take a moment with that. Uh, feng shui is an ancient practice. It date, dates back over 3,000 years. And it's used to balance and harmonize one's environment in order to enhance good energy flow. It is used to dispel negative energy and attract positive energy. Feng Shui brings harmonious energy to one's surroundings and helps set the the stage for you to enjoy better health, relationships, uh, career opportunities, and helps to bring along peace balance and abundance in your life. Uh, Basically, feng shui teaches how to place objects in a certain way in order to allow for the free flow of energy. And there are different forms of feng shui. So I mentioned last week that the COVID pandemic really did a number on us. And because I live in the United States, I think first of how it affected Americans. But the reality is the pandemic hurt every other member of the world, every country, every culture, every state, every province, everyone everywhere was affected in one way or another. Our jobs, our schools, our institutions, hospitals, colleges, industry, virtually every avenue of our life was affected. And while we are bouncing back from COVID itself, new disturbances and unrest seem to be taking over for the chaos and confusion COVID brought to us in the first place. We have all seen the devastation of this past week with what is happening in Israel, and my heart goes out to the Israeli people. We can empathize and pray if that's one's inclination, but the reality is that we must sit back and watch as we seek a quick end to this tragedy. Uh, but our inclination is also to help. And so how can we help? And how does feng shui come into that? And so there's this old Chinese proverb that goes like this. If there is harmony in the house, there is order in the nation. If there is order in the nation, there will be peace in the world. This reminds me of what is meant by put your oxygen mask on first. This says to me, in addition to however one wants to help with the turmoil and upset that is happening elsewhere, it is important to focus on oneself, and in our case, one's home. And that is where feng shui comes in. In today's episode, we'll be focusing not just on your home, but your home office. During the pandemic, many people worked entirely from home, and today many still do. During that time of transition to working from in office to in home, there were a lot of office setups that did not work for people's productivity and happiness. Having to work in cramped quarters or sharing a space with from one's, one's bedroom or living room, how did people turn off the workday? Or how did people get a good night's sleep? 
the disruption to one's home could be minimal or quite large. And therefore, the whole home was disrupted. So today, we focus on our homes, this time the home office. And I have the perfect guest today to help us understand how to use that home space and transfer it into a, a productive workspace so that the home is in order and the home office is supportive of your work, your mood, and your overall well-being. So my guest today is Catherine Wilking, a feng shui expert, decorator, podcast host, and author of Practical Solutions for a Stress-Free Lifestyle. Catherine hired her first feng shui consultant when she was remarried back in 1998 and hasn't looked back. She needed help to find balance and harmony in her newly blended family. She embraced feng shui habits into both her home and business and finally was able to function with less stress and more productivity with all areas of life. Active in the decorating business for years, in 2012, she's been working exclusively with feng shui. Catherine helps both homeowners and business owners take charge of their space and learn to thrive, not just survive. As a feng shui coach and a podcast host, Catherine works with people who struggle with too much busyness and not enough productivity. She's been working with homeowners and small businesses for more than a decade, helping to create function and flow and find the work-life balance in these unstable times. Catherine loves boosting positive energy. Look for her to create a better world for the future. She's available for site visits, video consultations, podcasts, and loves to share tips on feng shui or on, on Facebook and on her new podcast, Feng Shui Your Day. But Catherine, I have you here today on the Feng Shui Way with Catherine Dean, and I'm delighted that you're here. Welcome. Thanks so much, Catherine. I just, I'm so excited. I'm usually on the other end of the podcast um, <laughs> yeah. asking the questions. And yeah. uh, today I get to talk about uh, my passions. And so thanks so much for having me here. Well, it's my pleasure and I'm delighted. And, you know, this is all things feng shui. So, um, you know, it started with a phone call to to a consultant all those years ago. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then you found yourself practicing feng shui. Can you give us a little uh, timeline on how that happened? Sure, for sure. So um, I'm going to start again. You did most of it already here. <laughs> uh, as a, a decorator from way back, I was uh, quite using wallpaper and, you know, sponge painting and different things. Things in the past, mm -hmm. and, and developed a client rapport as uh, way back late eighties and nineties. And uh, when I met my my guy, uh, we had mommy, daddy, two kids mm -hmm. to look after here. And one of the things that I found was when we all moved in together, we had way too much stuff to deal with. And as a decorator, I was totally miffed. And yeah. one of the issues was my husband's, my new husband's uh, first wife had died and yeah. so left a whole bunch of stuff for us to deal with. And mm -hmm. they got their own memorabilia. Uh, she was a concert pianist, so her piano came in. He was saving it so the little boy could take lessons and uh, yeah. all these things, souvenirs from around the world, carpets and pots. And um, I was just miffed. I didn't know how to decorate at all. I was, uh, I really needed some help and feng shui was the way. Mm -hmm. And as I, as you had mentioned, yeah, she told us how to um, focus on 
the common areas. And so we could make new memories, mommy, daddy, two kids and two cats. And we're still together after all these years, the kids have grown up into amazing, responsible people with uh, good jobs and they've stayed out of jail and off drugs. And I'm really happy about that. Uh Uh, But but there was more of how to embrace this into the business side of it as well, too. Now, as I mentioned, um, We've, we've, if there's, there's a transition period, I'm trying to shorten it here a little bit, but I had to find out more and I had to yeah. uh, read the books and the books were conflicting sometimes. And yes. It took me yes. a while to realize that there's different schools of feng shui, mm-hmm. right? And so I picked the one called BTB. Yep. And BTB is short for Black Tantra Buddhism. It doesn't mean that it's dark or secretive or anything, but it's an amalgamation of, think of the Shriners hats or something. They're green or red or yellow or black or whatever. When you mix all this stuff together and translate it from Chinese into English, it it turns into black. So yeah. the hats are black. So why I picked this one is because it was a better fit for the, my decorating clients and myself here. I know there's mm-hmm. a lot of feng shui people out there that are do the classical they do the landforms and and yep. there's there's all kinds of uh armies and gates and uh, different things but i'm concentrating on what i need to do here and with the btb feng shui we set the a grid over the floor plan and it shows you exactly where your career center is where your health center is where your wealth is and you can choose whether to enhance these areas or not. And so that's one of the big things that that I just zeroed in on and because I could take control now, take charge of my life and surround myself with the things that I needed really, really well. So just a real quick layer of this, um, how I'm anticipating, uh, looking at the grid here, there's three spaces that uh, are closest to the front door. And these three are all the times that you interact with the outside world, right? You've got travel, right? And when you talk, people, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you're talking about this grid, you are referring to the Bagua, the Bagua grid, correct? For yeah. those, right, right. For those who have some knowledge of, of um, feng shui and are aware of the Bagua, but then they don't understand maybe what a grid is. You know, yeah, it's like we're a tic tac toe grid. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thanks. So, right, I skipped exactly. over that. Part. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. the three squares closest to the front door are the logically how you interact with the outside world, and the three grids in the back of the house are your private areas, right? Your wealth. You keep kind of secret, right? You don't just spread it around. Your fame and right, you don't want that. Yeah, your your personal relationships as well. Yeah, for sure. So you want to you want to try and have the bedroom in the back, and that's where it's private, most private, right? And so the three in the middle, yeah, are closest to your heart. So you got your health, you've got your family and heritage there, and you've got some children and creativity, and so it all logically makes sense. So that's why I jumped onto that. Well, I really like that visual that what's closest to the street is, you know, the outside world, um, the the three, uh, the bottom three of the Bagua or, you know, uh, and then the top three, if you're looking at it, not laid down on on the floor plan, but up like you're looking at a piece of paper, then Mm -hmm. it would be, I know what you're saying. So, um, but I like what you say about what's in the middle is, uh, 
you know, relates to your heart, you know, your health, your family and your children. But, um, you know, you're talking about uh, the different rooms, like the bedroom, you know, it's ideal to have it in the back because it's the most private. But for home offices, um, is there like a better place to work? Is there an auspicious area to work when working from home? Well, ideally, you want to enhance your career, and the career is usually at the front door. And so many right. people don't put an office yeah. <laughs> right at the front door. Bam, that could be a little awkward. This. Okay. So, and again, there's every every house is laid out differently. So there's there's rooms here to find, do you want to put it in your wealth? Do you want fame and reputation? Uh, how is this going to work? And I have taken a call of some lady starting to panic, and she says, Catherine, my teenage son's bedroom is in the middle of my wealth area. What do I do? <laughs> yeah, that's a good thought, question. I mean, because a, a lot of question. Pe- yes, a lot of yeah. people live with that. Yeah. It's like, what do I do? And I said, well, don't ask him to move out. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> and it's not fair to to uh, put this on his shoulders. You know, you got to clean up your room or we're all going to go broke. You know, that's not the way to to uh, to. Uh, to look after this. So what I do is I find a secondary wealth area or a secondary career area. And you can find those, again, it takes a little bit of time, but you can dissect it. You can take this grid and stretch it it, however much that I want. And Mm -hmm. the intention to set an intention, and we can talk a little bit about this, how you do that. Um, And we're going to get into some stuff on this. What do you put on the walls and what do you put, you know, this kind of thing to help you set that intention to succeed and move ahead and live in a stress-free environment because you know what? You're taking charge now. You're taking charge. You're saying what you need to be have to have done. And this is the space that we're going to claim to do that. So this is what I do with, with people. I help them arrange their desk and furniture. I put them in a power position. We look at the boundaries from the yes. house. It's because a lot of times you're sharing space, right? You need some function and flow. You need to find the garbage pail. And um, you got to surround yourself with the things that you love and also take care of all these EMFs that you're bringing into the house as well, too. All these devices have got an energy field to them, and you really have to look after that as well. So, yeah, there's, a, a, there's a lot going on yeah. uh, to, to find harmony in the home. And so this is why I'm so passionate about trying to find the work-life balance for anyone and everyone out there. So would you say then uh, that your office could be basically anywhere in the house? It doesn't have to be in the career area. Um, Most likely it wouldn't be the best place in the career area because that would be by the front door. But, you know, I mean, maybe you can still enhance that area to bring in opportunities. That's the whole idea. That front door is very, very important. And you want to keep that clean and clear and the fresh air going. A lot of people don't even use their front doors, you know, but you need to, even if you're just opening it up to get the mail every day, but if you don't open it for a month or so, that area of life will go stale. Yeah. You really need to have that geste, that je ne sais quoi, to come into the home. So another thing I tell people to open their doors and windows and inhale. Mm-hmm. Can you smell that essence? Can you feel that freshness? That's the stuff that you want to come through your house every single day. So just right. open the window. 
That's a good point because a lot of us live where we have cold winters and we, we do, uh, you know, we close up for <laughs> months and, you know, then if you happen to, like, if you cook something and it's like, oh my God, I don't like the smell in here at all. And you open up a window and then you say to yourself, why don't I do this every day? That air smells so good. We don't, <laughs> we, we, we're not paying attention to it. You know, I know. you know what I do, Catherine, when I'm um, cleaning my office or I'm making the bed, changing the sheets or something or mask cleaner, I always open a window I because think it's, all yeah. that energy, you're getting all that dirt and stuff out of here too. And even when it's minus 10 degrees, I'll open the patio door for about 30 seconds and just whoosh the whole house. And, uh, you know, my husband puts up with me. He's okay. <laughs> <laughs> He'll come well, back on. <laughs> well, I think that fresh air is uh, vital. I mean, but we're talking about energy, and I think people really can uh, uh, relate energy and wind and air and that kind of thing. And we're going to be going to a break fairly soon. And um, when we come back, we can pick it up and talk some more about all this energy. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. The Feng Shui Way to Peace, Balance, and Abundance with Catherine Dean is about bringing the benefits of Feng Shui to the forefront, allowing everyone with an interest to learn and understand how its principles can work in one's day-to-day life. We'll demystify Feng Shui, show its many applications, and allow the listener to understand how and why it is so useful. The goal is to educate, entertain, and spread the word about using Feng Shui Way to bring about peace, balance, and abundance to one's life. The Feng Shui Way with Catherine Dean, Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host, keynote speaker, and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now, she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for the Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to the Feng Shui Way with Catherine Dean. Have a question for Catherine or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5787. That's 866-472-5787. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Um, we're talking with Catherine Wilking, author, 
podcaster and interior designer. And um, we're talking about home offices today. And perhaps there might be a better room in the house to set up a home office. And perhaps that's not an option. So, uh, Catherine, we we touched on the Bagua, where the career area is in a BT in the VTB tradition. Um, so let's let's just jump right in about your home office. First of all, you mentioned the power position. Uh, you want to talk about that for a minute? Sure, sure. So no matter where you end up with your office, I sometimes have to be very, very creative when I'm helping people find find the best spot mm-hmm. and. Uh, what you don't want to do is have a desk tucked in a corner and your vision gets very, very small there and your back is exposed and there's all these things. You might be able to concentrate on what you're doing, but if you think about it, uh, years ago in the past, this is how they used to punish young children. They would put That's them right. in the corner and put their nose right in the corner. They couldn't see. That means their phoenix vision is blind. Yep. Their back's exposed, which means it's like having a turtle without a shell, yeah. right? They couldn't right. see side to side. They've got no supports at all. And they're just um, it's either standing there or sitting there like and a lot of them sat on a stool, which is also a, a bad place with no support, no armrest, no back, you know, whatever. Right. So you don't want to do that. And this is what happens in a lot of uh, North American society. That's how they put people into desks in their cubicles or their, their uh, commercial offices. That's what they do. And if you really turn, if you turn the desk around, okay, so you've got your back protected, at yes. least a few feet from the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, your your back's protected, your eyesight. Now we've got our Phoenix, Phoenix vision. We can see what's going on. We can see either down the hall or out the window or um, who's coming down in your, in your uh, the, the door here. Boom. When my dogs come blasting in here, I see them for sure. That's but right. you want to yeah. get those supports there. You're in charge, remember. Okay. And then we're ta- we've got side to side supports, but we can uh, talk about that in a few minutes. But if you get into this power position, just do that all the time. You'll have your back protected and you're calling the shots here. So if you're talking to someone across the desk, again, you've got this little barrier here. You are in charge, right? They're looking at you and they're not distracted because they're looking at the wall behind you as well too. So you really do have the leg up. Now, if you ever wanted to work in a coffee shop, for example, or or have an intimate conversation with somebody, you're going to go into that coffee shop. And the first thing you're going to do is look around and go, oh, all the seats are taken. All the booths are taken. All the, all booths the ones are on the side, right? Yes, right. And the leftover seats yeah. are in the middle. How many yeah. times have you gone, oh, the best seats are taken? And you don't know why, but now you know why. Uh, because the people that sit in the booths are actually going to stay a little bit longer. They're going to linger a little bit more. They're going to be a little more relaxed because there's no one walking behind them or dropping dishes or That's stuff right. like this. The seats right. in the middle mm-hmm. is where you're going to get bumped. People are going to be back and forth to go to the washroom or in and out. Uh, you're going to be drop your scarf on the floor, which happens all the time as well. Yeah. Too. So that power position uh, expands into the bedroom as well, too. You want your bed looked after. I know we're talking about offices today, too, but it just expands into a ripple effect. And if you just get into that habit, wherever you go, wherever you sit, even at the dining room table, I want my back protected. I want to see what's yeah. going on in the house. Yeah. So that's well, a good way to stay in charge. It is a good way. It's it's well explained too. And when you think about it, um, 
you know, feng shui is all about that energetic support. And when your back is supported, when, you know, it's, it's like saying we got your back, you know, yeah. rather, rather than your back is exposed and you don't know what's coming at you. So uh, yeah, you want to be, you want to have that feeling of being, uh, you know, right. In charge <laughs> of the situation. So, um, okay. So let's talk about walls a little bit and what we, what we put on them and how we are affected by them. And, uh, you know, I, I have a story, but I want to hear your stories. Okay. Well, and we, uh, I'm sure we have time. So what have we talked about following supports, okay, surrounding yourself with the things that you love. And the, some of the supports are very, very simple. They're right in your office. You've already paid for them. You brought them home. You must love them, right? Right. Because if you're sitting in an office or work here four hours, six hours, eight hours, wherever, whatever you put on the wall in front of you, it's going to influence your day. So it's either going to support you or it's going to sabotage your efforts. And so everybody, um, every client that I've been to, and I, I find something that's kind of odd or out of place, I very politely say, tell me about your picture. Tell me about this couch. Tell me about this or this or this. And, you know, if I get the answer that, oh, I just love this, you know, I've got it on my holiday or we bought it in here or I picked it up from whatever. Okay, that's great. But we're going to find a little better spot for it. Is that okay? And then it will keep it into their lives. It's obviously nurturing these people. Okay. And if they come up with an answer that says, oh, my ex left it here when he moved out or <laughs> somebody gave it to me as a gift, I'm reading into that this particular picture, image, couch, whatever it may be, is not supporting them very well. So I give them permission to move it along and we'll find something that's more appropriate for them. So what do you do when you have resistance? Somebody has a picture, they love it. Mm -hmm. it, it was given to them by somebody they're not involved with anymore. There's a negative connotation to how that relationship may have ended or how they mm -hmm. decided mm -hmm. to part ways. And then they've got this everyday reminder, although they love the picture. Um, so how do you prod them along? Well, I can explain to them that if it doesn't feel like it's that it's supporting them, they need they should probably consider moving it somewhere else, but particularly where it is, or maybe yeah. we'll find another spot that they're not looking at it all day. Or we've even done some kind of reverse psychology of some people and uh, taped some crystals on the back of the picture and changed the negative energy to a positive energy. But okay. that doesn't always work. That goes yeah. into that next layer of woo-woo we didn't talk about yet. Right. Well, but, we couldn't, you know, if we have time, we can touch base. But I know yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. that's another whole level. <laughs> so I've got some examples if you if that's okay. Sure. For example, if you're looking at a beach scene, uh, you've got the mountains in the back and you've got some water and some sand, and what you know, most of the time the beach scenes are calming. And very and very healthy for you. So let's say this beach scene has got one person, lonely person walking down the this, the beach. Mm -hmm. So you could either interpret this as I'm all alone, I have no friends, I have no support, mm -hmm. right? The mountain's too high to climb, and I'm and I don't know how to swim. And and this picture may not be the best picture to support you. Okay, so think about that. So another person may look at this 
picture and say, yeah, that's me. I'm independent. I'm walking my walk. I'm strutting myself and I'm going up that mountain one day. Very different. So I'm not here to judge the pictures. I'm just asking how they interpret the picture in order for them to support themselves. Yeah, that's a good, that's a very good point because everything is relative and everyone's got a different story. So, um, you know, if your thing is independence and you love the water and you love those solitary walks on the beach, that, that picture is going to give you, that's going to give you uh, a sense of well being. Mm-hmm, but yeah, mm-hmm. if, if, um, if you're walking along and you're, I don't know. You're feeling all alone in the world, and then you have this huge mountain, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah. you've got a vast ocean, and nothing could be bigger and vaster, you know. So it is, yeah. So just a side tip: if you are looking for JVs of joint ventures or a, a business partner or a romantic partner or whatever, you'll need two people to walk on the beach or so any you, picture that you put in. So okay. that's just a side tip, okay, to to go with the magic twos. But we're talking about maybe we'll talk about relationships on another show here. Right. But and how, I but that's a good point because this is a home office. So mm-hmm. would you would you bring that sentiment into the home office that, you know, I, I I'm in a relationship, you know, there's the two of us, um, but this is my office or um, you know, what am I trying to say that <laughs> well, it's it's a home office which has to do with business and then the pictures yeah. were in what we're putting on the wall but that would be a partnership statement so right but so it's, it's still again it's intention it's yes. intention of the energy okay. and chances are you wouldn't put a bedroom scene with two people in it in your office you would correct put that yeah, in right. the bedroom okay right so again, put things together. Now I've got, I'm looking right here. I've found this water painting of this goddess with long gowns. She's walking through the garden and she's got this little parasol and she's just so slim and dreamy and, you know, in charge and there's pillars on both sides of her. And I look at that and go, yeah, I'm an independent. I'm Mm -hmm. an independent and I'm walking my walk and um, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to be. I want to have the most elegant place in the world and all these lovely gowns and not have to work so hard anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's so yeah. So you can you can put this together. But I want to tell you about uh, another image sure. um, that I my husband and I bought many years ago and it was uh tissue paper kind of picture the original but we got the we got the print of a scene on a boulevard it was raining the, the little light posts were on and the little colored uh, umbrellas and the little colored raincoats and stuff were walking back and forth on this boulevard and we thought this would be a really good picture to put in our entranceway at the house that we were in because people are going back and forth. It's gender neutral. It doesn't have a religious statement in it. Um, and it just seemed to be a welcoming piece. And we love it. We put a big double frame on it and and it worked well for years. And then we moved to Vancouver and everything's so much smaller and we didn't have the entrance sway anymore. And so I thought, oh, I'm going to put this in my office upstairs, right? I think that this will still work. It's a friendly piece. Again, gender neutral, no problems, you know, religious. <laughs> People could come in and see that. And I had it on the wall for about three years and of course, it rains in Vancouver, so it's raining outside all the yeah. time, and the pincher is raining on the inside. And yeah. I thought, okay, this is really not a smart idea. <laughs> right. And, and so let's take it. And when I was looking strongly at it to move this picture, I realized that 
more than half of the people had their backs to me. They were walking away from me mm-hmm. at, rather than coming towards me. So as a person that is cultivating new clients, I want to help people. Yeah. I need to have more faces coming towards me. So that was that again, we look at those cryptic messages. We mm-hmm. dissect these pictures. And when I tell when I ask people, tell me about this picture. Like, where is it? What do you think of it? What kind of feeling do you have? Are you are, can you get into the picture or shall we find another place for it? Most of the time, I sometimes uh well, I, I often switch pictures. I take the living room one and put it in the office, and I put the office one in the living room. Yeah. They they still have bought the pictures, they love the pictures, they're just gonna work for them very differently when they're on there. Another strange uh thing was a lady that was trying to get really spiritual. She just um she was she had her prayer cards out and she had the prayer flags out and she had a massive amount of crystals and things um in here and she was wondering why she wasn't getting any business any tips or whatever and even she said well even my husband doesn't come in here cuz i you know i've set this up just for me and all the rest of his stuff and we had we just sat down and we were just chat- chatting a little bit and i said look around and just with new eyes and what do you think's going on and she went, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. She said, I've turned my office into a shrine. Oh, there was so much stuff, you know. Um, and, and again, you, I, we're not talking religion. Religion mm-hmm. is very personal. We're right. talking, this is feng shui is ethics. Ethics, it's logical. It works. It's good, clean living. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah, it encompasses every single religion. It, it'll go hand in hand. Not a problem. Don't worry about this. But she had set this up uh, with way too much stuff. So her homework was to pare it down a little bit. Maybe yeah. have one picture of her deity in the helpful people section because she was in that mentality thing to ask for help every morning, right? So yeah. we identified her helpful people section, and she was able to put a few little things there and clear out the rest of the space into something that made sense. So are people um, making that connection then that what they surround themselves with in their home office um, is affecting mm-hmm. their productivity and Absolutely. their mood? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. have, do you find that you're, you have, um, I mean, people call you, so already their mind is open to the feng shui possibilities. However, when you get there and you hear their story and then you see how they've set up their office, um, certain things would make sense to you, but then are you getting resistance from them? You pro- Some of them, all of them, half of them, what do you think? Um, is that your experience or are they pretty much open to what you suggest? Well, uh, some people just need a little poke. And, you know, observations, too many, in my opinion, too many reference books, or they're sharing uh, a space that's got an overstuffed closet that won't shut. Or um, I I explained to them, there's the five elements that I use to to balance these things. The fire, water, of course, wood, uh, the wood life, the earth and metals. And they all have a color and a shape and you know what, if if I can say, okay, this is so, so dull, so dull, so dull, we've got to pick things to liven things up a bit. So we might pick a brighter color, we might pick a sharp um, 
sharp shape or we'll have a softer shape, whatever, but we have to shift through is there's just so many different variables. I, it's hard to explain to them over here on the on the the show here today. But a lot of people now since COVID, since we talked about this earlier, is, well, I can't get out to their houses. So I'm looking through this Zoom window here. Oh, like a screen. Uh, yeah. Okay. And what's left, what's right. And what, and you know, the people working in spare, spare bedrooms that have mirrored closets and stuff, they think that's making things brighter, but you know what, if you can see two of you and two computers, okay, you're doubling your workload. No wonder yeah. you're overwhelmed and anxious and you're not getting anything done. So there's creative things we can do there. We can either, you can either put a sticky, t- uh, sticky film on it, you know, frosting or uh, change the, change them out. Or some people just put a little curtain up there and just pull the curtain or a room divider or something to hide that. But that's a really good fast cure to not look at yourself doing this in the mirrors. Yeah, the mirror thing, um, mirrors are used a lot in feng shui, um, as we know, to expand spaces and whatnot, but then there's a a place for them and we want to use them correctly. Mm -hmm. Um, I did want to ask you a little more about sharing space in a home office, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. we're going to be taking a break. And when we come back, we'll pick it up there. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Did you know that the quality of our daily lives is directly influenced by the design of our built environment? Our homes, our work, the way we move, and where we play are all shaped by the design of our cities. This thought-provoking new show from architect, urban designer, and educator, Carrie Pennebod, examines the complex forces that shape the making of our physical world. Lively conversations with leading experts in a variety of fields engage some of the greatest challenges facing our cities today including climate change, affordable housing, embedded technologies, infrastructure design, architecture and the arts, urban policy, social mobility, and much, much more. Tune in every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, so that together we can design a better world. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Today, our 40s sit firmly in midlife. We are starting to feel our place and have many productive years ahead. But now is the best time to plan for our future life. Listen for 45 Forward with host Ron Roel. From retirement to health and technology to caring for our parents, no topic is off the table. We don't have a roadmap to our actual future, but we can start to plan more effectively. Tune into 45 Forward, Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to the Feng Shui Way with Catherine Dean. 
Have a question for Catherine or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5787. That's 866-472-5787. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking with author Catherine Wilking, who is the author of the book, The Feng Shui Advantage, Get Your Space Working for You. We're talking about home offices, what to put on your walls, how it how it affects your productivity, your mood, and um, your overall well-being. And um, so, Catherine, tell us a little bit about your book. Well, we brought up home offices so much uh, for the rest of this show here. And interesting enough, I just put out this summer, June of 2023, the Feng Shui Advantage and get your space working for you. And the, it's right on the back. It says, are you working at home or living at work? So right away, uh, I, I nailed this really, really well. Right. So, as yeah. soon as we got to COVID and some of the office Feng Shui that I put out or whatever, it did. it wasn't out of date, feng shui doesn't go ever go out of date, but you've got to expand some of this, these theories of how is this going to work now? So we've got mom exactly. and dad in the uh, in the home and we got the kids doing the work and there's just not enough space. Who gets the bedroom? Who gets the dining room table? And who gets these things? And oh my gosh, uh, I've heard many, 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 many stories over the last few years and, and helping people to sort these things out. And basically... I have people line up their tasks. How much space do they need? If they if they're just doing games, I'm going to do use the word games as in uh, toys and uh, email and these kind of things. Then you don't need a big workspace. You can fit mm-hmm. into something a little bit smaller. You could even do one of those pop up TV TV trays things that, that yeah. you might you might only need that much space. But if you're doing homework, let's say you're in high school or university and you're doing research projects and you've got books laid out and all the rest of the stuff. And of course, this person will need more space and they might need half a dining room table to do this right. in order to do it properly. So so it's really difficult not to say, okay, dad deserves the best space and mom deserves, you know, whatever, kids deserve this and this. It, that's not really how you work it out. It's first of all, task orientated are you spending a lot of time on Zoom? Well, if so, then how can we get you more private? Well, we're looking at earphones and mics, and you're looking at other kinds of tools, things so that you can share that space. Right. And, right. Yeah. So when we talk about, you mentioned the word working in a bedroom at one point, mm-hmm. um, you really, you're anytime you're mixing energies in a room, all right. We talked a little bit about yin and yang. The yin is where you're sleeping. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and you need a little more energy and you're bringing in probably a PC or tablets or other kinds of modems and all kinds of stuff. And now you're disturbing your sleep at night. So, so a couple things here, if you can do a visual, uh, a sheet or even, do you know, those um, portable closet rods you can just throw a sheet over something like that get as high as you want and put a sheet over it here yeah and then at least you're not looking at the bed because you're going to get tired you go oh i think i need a nap oh i didn't sleep last night or whatever you're doing and if you're in the kitchen guess what the same thing is going to happen i'm hungry gee that smells good i'm gonna go have a snack (laughs) right so well you're you're mixing energies in a room it's it's trying no doubt about it but there are ways of trying to unroll 
things that make sense. In fact, yeah. I do suggest two regular breaks, really, to just get out of these environments and back in with a fresh open fresh air, go maybe go outside. Yeah. yeah. So really open super windows. Lots of ideas in my book. There's lots of ideas talking about the PowerPoint and going to the coffee shop and mm-hmm. all the rest. There is a section on what's on your walls. There's kind of pictures in there. Uh, also some personal element is a, I did a whole thing on personal, personal personalities element quiz and for, for identifying introverts and extroverts and what is their uh, core dominant element and how they could set up their space according to the personality and the five elements just to help you along too. So there's a number of ways we can do this, these, these shared space with mom or dad or the kids. And one of the things in the book is you'd never face two kids facing each other. Well, you know, and I (laughs) have seen this, there is the show that we used to watch and uh, it was about, um, interior designers and they had three people sitting on one side of the table and three people sitting at the same table but on the other side of the table so you had two you had three sets of two people staring mm-hmm. at each other mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there was so much bickering going on in in the it just in the in the office it made for good tv of course but <laughs> i was looking at it and i'm like they're d- they could really be avoiding all of that bickering with a different configuration in that office. Um, But I think that's kind of the whole point is that we don't understand sometimes the surroundings we put ourselves in and how it has that effect. And we have been talking all this whole episode about, um, you know, sharing space, uh, what we put on the walls how we can, you know, I'm thinking if I'm an introvert and there's all this other noise going around me, I would think I have to like put myself into a closet, but you are saying that, no, you could do no, things like headphones. Of course yeah. not. But yeah. um, one might want to run and hide to get that quiet, you know, mm-hmm. but you've mm-hmm. got other uh, solutions to difficult situations. Uh, some people really you know, they've just moved to a new city. They've got, um, they've, they found their apartment. It's a small apartment, uh, but they're going to work from home. And it's like, I really don't adjustments. have this, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Adjustments, adjustments everywhere. Um, so I think it's all, um, very useful information. And I like the idea, not even the idea. I like the fact that, we offer solutions in the feng shui world. For sure. Can I go and back to the the confrontational? Yes. The, the oh, t- yes. Okay. Please do. Okay. Because I got a story I want to share. So <laughs> so just what Catherine had, Catherine Host had said to line up people kind of like, whether it be on a dining room table or a boardroom table or whatever, face to face to face to face here. This is very, very confrontational and thinking of like there's teams we're better than you or, or this kind of stuff. Yeah. We got that we can, and there's always one side that can see they're in better because they're in the power side, right? Looking out the doors and the That's windows right. and the other ones that are blind, right? Mm-hmm. So that happens. But I have a story to tell you. It was, wasn't me. It was uh, Janelle out of Calgary that got called into an office. They sell pharmaceuticals. And every time all their salespeople came in from all over for their quarterly meetings or something, there would be fist fights in this room. And so oh, that's the, terrible. The, the, owner, oh the owner called Janelle and said, 
I don't know what to do here. I'll come on out and have a look. And, and it was at the times that you could go out and have a look. And and she walked into the place and they had this all set up in this confrontational stuff. You know, it's like linebackers, right? Against each other, um, right. which territory is better, who sold more, who got a bonus, who didn't get a, you know, this kind of stuff. But what was on the walls was all the sports teams, Oh my and, goodness. And oh, the jerseys wow. and, you know, paraphernalia and promos and stuff like this. And the owner was trying to include everybody. So he had all the sports teams. And, I, and of course, I'm telling you this third party on the walls to yeah. support his guys coming in from all over that they actually had fist fights about the teams that were beating each other or they're going to yeah. take the finals or they're going to do all this other stuff. Yeah. So that's another story here yeah. to bring out this, this uh, anger and rage, this, this adrenaline here, you're feeding this stuff. And so even little kids, if you keep putting superheroes on their walls, guess what? They're going to be climbing the walls thinking there's Spider-Man or something and not going to sleep. I so mean, this it, is this is a huge topic, huge, yeah. huge topic, Catherine. No, it's a really good point because you can walk into a room um, pretty regularly and, and you can say to you, it might, like, it can start as a nagging thought that you can't really figure out and then it's becoming more and more pronounced. And then you realize every time I walk into this room, I get whatever, fill in the blank. My stomach hurts. Oh, right. right. I get a headache. Or, That's yeah. right. That's right. It's like, and then what we're trying to do through our feng shui practices and and the messaging that we're putting out is, um, you know, it's it's important to look what you surround yourself with. It's very important to look at what you surround yourself with. That that I mean, think about that. All of those sports teams—they're all competitors and they're all adversarial to each other. He's trying to include he's trying to be all inclusive and that was the intention but the reality is you're pitting these competitive aggressive people <laughs> face to face <laughs> with each other oh my gosh that's, i know that's too too funny I so know. anyway all this stuff is in my new book it's all up to date here the feng shui advantage it's available through amazon right now right across uh, all of north america so go and get a book go and get it i highly recommend see it. what's happening um and i do have a free gift for the listeners today if tell I can us about tell them that. about it here. Yes, please. It's a, it's a free, it's free because it's a gift, a 30 minute workplace makeover. And we're going to oh. do this on Zoom, just like we're looking at right now. Okay. So you'll see firsthand to see how feng shui works for you. And even these little tips we've given to you here in a, in a an hour, we can make your space transform just that little bit to make you have less stress in your day here. So we're going to choose a few things that support you. We'll get a, the proper direction for your desk. We'll get some stuff on the walls for you and set boundaries if we need to. But we're going to set up also a Zoom window. A Zoom window here can act as your new business card for your business. This is where you're talking to people. This is where you're taking money. Mm -hmm. This is this is where you're coaching or counseling or you're following up on stuff. This is your business card and it better darn well look good and represent you properly because that's where you're doing business today. So get your free gift, 30 minute workplace makeover. I do everyone personally here and I'm going to just send you the booking link to Calendly. Calendly, my name's Catherine, K-A-T-H-R-Y-N dash 99. So Calendly, 
Catherine dash 99. Those are lucky numbers too, but you know, I picked those. Yeah. Well, I know that. So get in there and and get one of those spots booked and I'll be right with you. Okay. And and spell Kalenly for us. Kalenly. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like calendar, but not quite. C-A-L-E-N-D-L-E. It's a very common booking tool in a lot of businesses right through uh, all over the world. Kalenly. Uh, slash Catherine 99. So I'll see and you so, there. And Catherine, you're, I'm Catherine with a C. People, mm-hmm. people know that from um, the promotion of the, the feng shui way, but you're Catherine again, K-A-T-H-R-Y-N and Wilking, W-I-L-K-I-N-G for when you are looking for Catherine's book on Amazon. And so um, we're going to wrap it up pretty soon, but a little recap that we want mm-hmm. our workspaces to be supportive of us. There's things we can do. Uh, the the biggest thing right now, I would say to anybody who's listening and has the curiosity about their own offices is take, how do you feel when you walk into that room? Do you feel productive? Do you feel ready to go? Um, and you've given us a lot to think about, Catherine, and I really appreciate you being here. Uh, I thank you so much. I'm just so delighted that everyone should have the feng shui advantage. And that's not just for the book, but for everything you do in life. Just learn more about feng shui, get a practitioner to help you with some of these things if you can. And, you know, life can be better. It can be so much better. So just take charge of things. And you know what? With less stress, you'll be able to make sound decisions for the future. Well, I couldn't agree more. So it's Catherine Wilking. And um, my guest today, author of The Feng Shui Advantage, and I am Catherine Dean. And I'm. Uh, you can find me at CatherineDeanFengShui.com. And um, so here we are. And of course, I told everybody that I'm a big Buffalo Bills fan. So <laughs> Bills, you kind of let us down last week, but we're rooting for you this week. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much, Catherine. Okay. I, I enjoyed every minute. Oh, thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Feng Shui Way with Catherine Dean. We hope today's episode has helped you understand the importance of Feng Shui in everyday life. Until we talk again, enjoy your week as you welcome in peace, balance, and abundance.